Hello, and welcome to the Balanced Wealth Podcast. My name is Gavin DeStasi, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about socially responsible investing, and a recent announcement that, while met with little fanfare in the industry overall, could have major implications for the landscape of socially responsible investing going forward. Last week, Vanguard Group announced the rollout of two new ETFs that are focused on the socially responsible, or what is now commonly called Environmental, Social, and Governance, or ESG, marketplace. Of the two new ETFs, one is a broad-based U.S. equity fund and the other an international equity fund. The two ETFs will carry an internal cost of 12 basis points or 0.12% for the domestic fund and 15 basis points or 0.15% for the international fund, and the announcement is significant for a couple of main reasons. First, it continues the trend towards bringing down the traditional barriers to ESG investing that have existed in the past, while signaling that the demand for these kind of investment options has gained enough momentum that one of the biggest players on the block in terms of ETF assets under management, Vanguard, deems it a necessary and ultimately profitable step to get involved. Second, it gives hope to the idea that despite the words and actions of one administration or a particular politician, ordinary people can have a say in where the industries of the world are heading by voting with their money. And if investor activism in the form of using ESG strategies continues to grow rapidly, it'll have a huge effect on which industries, technologies, and governance practices remain viable going forward. We've long been proponents of ESG investing here at TDWM and have been following the trends in the industry for years. It's been a bit of a slow grind as the impediments to the average investor for having viable ESG options have slowly become less onerous through the years. But the recent announcement from Vanguard feels like a big step in the right direction. The issues for investing this way in the past generally have come down to access or the lack thereof. There simply weren't enough options, so the conventional wisdom held that if you are truly committed to ESG investing, you're going to have to make some compromises. First and foremost, you're going to pay more, and second, you are likely going to have to accept lower returns. When we first started building ESG portfolios almost 10 years ago, the only options available were actively managed mutual funds with relatively high expense ratios compared to equivalent non-ESG investment options. That meant the average internal cost of a generic, well-diversified, moderate ESG portfolio came in at over 1% before advisory fees. Now, with the addition of the newly introduced Vanguard ETFs, we can build that same type of portfolio for around 20 to 30 basis points, or 0 0.2 to 0.3%. Considering that a similar non-ESG ETF portfolio comes in around 10 to 20 basis points, or 0.1 to 0.2, what used to be a significant drag of 1% or more to invest this way, now only carries a premium of 10 or 15 basis points. That's a huge difference over a 10, 20, or 30 year period of investing. And it stands to reason that the trend will only continue as the competition heats up. The idea that ESG strategies will experience underperformance in the long term when compared to similar non-ESG portfolios is also being challenged these days, as more and more data is coming out showing that simply may not be the case. I have long argued, for one, that this would happen since many of the technologies that used to be considered fringe are becoming more and more mainstream, and thus, the companies using them would eventually start to outperform those that were late to adopt. Electric cars and solar and wind-powered energy are some examples there. But there are other factors as well. Good corporate governance, it seems, is good for business. 
Having a well-diversified and empowered workforce makes for strong companies. Likewise, there can be negative effects on businesses that engage in non-ESG practices. Litigation costs for tobacco companies is an example that comes to mind. The fact is, the traditional barriers to ESG investing that we all used to take for granted need to be re-examined at the least and are getting ever closer to becoming extinct. Last year, in the wake of the Parkland, Florida school shooting, I wrote a blog piece entitled, And the Children Shall Lead Them, where I talked about gun violence and how it led me to finally divesting all of my family's investments that could be divested, however meager those might be, from any stocks engaged in manufacturing or selling guns. I was just really frustrated with all the rhetoric and the outright refusal of our elected officials to do anything about what to me is such an obvious and unnecessary epidemic in our country. Despite trying most of the time to keep my own political views out of the financial writing that we do, I felt that as someone with a platform, albeit a very small one, I had a responsibility to use that platform to say something about it. The response I received to that piece was overwhelming and also unexpected. First of all, I didn't think there were that many people who even read our blog, so that was a bit of a surprise. But above and beyond that, I found out that so many people felt the same way and I was asked by many of our clients if they too could change the way they're invested. The truth is that it doesn't make sense for everyone to scrap what they have and start over with an ESG portfolio. One of the main problems is that there are tax considerations for anyone in non-retirement accounts that can make it a non-starter. You're not going to want to trigger thousands of dollars of capital gains that you have to pay taxes on to swap out your investments in most cases. But the fact that the interest was so high was truly encouraging. While it isn't always easy for an existing and well-established investor to reallocate their entire portfolios using ESG options, they can certainly be slowly integrated. And for younger investors who are just starting out, the paradigm is completely different than it was for those older investors when they first started out. Just by the simple fact that they can now build a well-diversified, low-cost ESG portfolio from the outset gives them an option previous generations of investors just didn't have. I wonder, too, for millennials and younger workers who may be totally disenfranchised from the political process these days, if investing in socially responsible funds or ETFs may feel like a way to make their mark on the political process in a kind of an unconventional way. Perhaps this is one of the things Vanguard is banking on. I sometimes feel like there's more power to change the course of our future in how we invest our money than in which politician we vote for. I would certainly never suggest that voting isn't ex extremely important, but I get that the political system sometimes feels so flawed these days with the almost completely unchecked ability for industry to lobby and influence. But with investing, money talks. The fact that you have a president who denies the science of climate change, for example, just seems unbelievable to me, though I think it's less that he doesn't believe it and more that he just doesn't care. But he can relax regulations all he wants. The fact is that we're not building coal plants anymore. Why would we when there are unlimited, cheaper, and cleaner options like solar and wind? And while the amount of ESG assets out there today may not move the needle enough to alter the business practices of the biggest companies in the world, the hope is that the growing number of ESG investments screening out companies that aren't making those kinds of positive decisions can someday make enough of an impact on the stock prices of those companies to force them to consider altering those decisions for the better. Now, I realize it was just two ETFs that Vanguard rolled out last week, and there are still some challenges left in ESG investing, but I just can't help feeling like this announcement is significant. If these funds do well, I have a hard time seeing how this isn't just the beginning for Vanguard. And if I'm right, everyone else who's trying to keep up with them will have to take notice too. It just may be that we'll look back on this announcement last week as a turning point in the history of socially responsible investing. Let's hope so anyways.